Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, folks. Just a little disclaimer before we get started. Uh, this episode was recorded in late July. So the opening bit where we're talking about some bits of news and all that stuff. But I would date now. Uh, so, yeah, just in case. Uh, I thought I'd just mention it in case you're listening and going, what the fuck are they talking about? Why are they so out of date? Why are they so slow? And the reason it wasn't uploaded, because I'm a putty ass, and I just didn't get around to it. So yeah, enjoy. Wafu FM. It's time for the show. But it was just wasn't big enough. Yep. Hello. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I just almost missed that for a second. Uh, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, welcome to the Chris and Chris show. I'm Chris with a fucking C. I don't have the word. And I'm Christopher with a kick and cut. Kick and cut. It's been a while because I didn't even realise it had been over a month. It's almost two months since we did another. Like we keep saying for the last couple of shows. Yeah, we're gonna do more. Because we've got now a day and we're gonna, we'll never do them. What the fuck's no, wrong? We need to plan this shit out, I think. We need to, like, do a year plan and just say, these are what we're going to do. Hey, I've had year plans before and we've never <laughs> stuck to them. I've got... Well, why, I've got, why do we not? I've got notepads full of, like, from, like, fucking 2016. It's, like, January, February. And we'd, I would look at them and go, we never did any of that. What the fuck? What we're mm-hmm. doing? Random. Yeah. <clears throat> I was looking before, like, how many... We've done, like... Sick, this will probably be the seventh show this year, something like that. Oh, God, we yeah. need to churn somewhere out. I know, but like last year, we literally did not, it didn't work out like this, but it was like we did 12 shows last year. Right. And the year before, we did 30. <laughs> so I was I'm like, myself, yeah, we're, we're just getting the putty arses taking control the older we get. Mm. <laughs> the, the, put, the arse is becoming more and more putty. Mm. Um, but we'll, we'll just we'll, this is literally we've just I just texted you before said let's do a show so we'll just press record come on see what happens let the magic happen so uh, mm. obviously we're just going to do you know what we've been watching since last show so. yeah do catch up but other st- I'm sure there'll be other things well you know everyone's fucking pulling on the nuts at the minute because uh, Tenet's been delayed indefinitely so yeah yeah. The cowards they, they weren't brave enough to usher in a new era of cinema where they're like ah bollocks let's put it on a streaming service or something you're right you know because like if there's a film that could do it it would be <coughs> Nolan because fucking everyone loves Nolan not not me yeah. but everyone else loves Nolan yeah people people would have like sought that film out I guess and, and if, like bought it on Amazon or whatever if there's a film people are willing to pay 15 quid to rent for 24 hours it would be a Christopher Nolan movie let's be honest yeah, yeah. but no everyone's uh Hedging the bets at this point, right? Like Avatar, um, uh, that Mulan film I saw has been put back. Shit, um, I forgot that was even a thing. Mm, yeah, it was. I think it was supposed to be out like March or something, mm. bloody ages ago. Um, Wonder Woman, obviously, they, they've put that back yep. again. Or that's like September or something. At the minute, <coughs> yeah, but we'll see what happens. But yeah, every everyone's just like, mm, not yet. No one wants to open to a socially distanced cinema, basically. Mm. Which I, I can understand it. Well, yeah, because, I mean, even if look at it from the fucking uh, studio standpoint, it's like, that means less ticket sales. Yeah, you, you, you're doomed to, like, have 50% less ticket sales yeah. on yeah. your base at the minute, so... But, yeah, yeah, I mean, they could do something like... like with, like, socially distanced crowds, you got, like, half your ticket sales, and then, like, yeah. for a month, and then straight away put it on, like, um, iTunes and Amazon for, like, 15 quid a rental. For people who didn't yeah. want to go, you could do that. Yeah, totally. I think that would work. Depends on the yeah. film. Like like I said, it's got to be something big that you guarantee people, everyone wants to see. It can't just be like, like with Bill and Ted are doing, they're doing, well, they're, that's kind of what they're doing, selected theatres and mm-hmm. video on demand on the same day, so you get your choice, basically. Mm-hmm. 
Let's see what happens with that. So I guess yeah. maybe people will look at that and see how that does. Because, you know, it's, yeah. that was never going to do, like, fucking Avengers money, but it was going to be popular. Yeah, just because it's got name recognition and people will... And, you know, Keanu Reeves is still riding that high, so... Yeah. Pe- people are going to just go... Even if they don't know Bill and Ted, they'll be like, oh, yeah, Keanu, yeah. We're, like, we're like Keanu. I hope he stabs some bitch in the eye in this one as well. Yeah, I hope so. he sticks his dick in someone's eye socket. <laughs> <laughs> like fucking John Wick. Yeah. And it's, you know, you got the... Nost- like everything these days, let's be honest, the nostalgia factor of Bill and Ted. Like, people our age yeah. can't remember that when I was a kid. Yeah. I'm fucking hard. <laughs> I want to. I want to see things from when I was young. <laughs> I feel so sad. <laughs> My knees hurt. <laughs> um, what else? What else news? Um, it, well, I guess that's the thing with this going on. Like, that's the only movie news. Like shit getting delayed that was supposed to come out. I yeah. suppose Avatar yeah, Two definitely. is delayed indefinitely as well. So poster, no, they released a poster this week at, at San Diego Comic Con sort of week. Oh, did they? Happening? I didn't yeah. see that. Which is yeah. just a fucking avatar poster, just, you know. Yeah, just a bunch of blue people yeah. sat around. Blue, yeah. like tall fellas. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's not special. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, because like said San Diego would have been happening right now the Comic Con. Yeah. Um, so a lot of places have took the opportunity to do like you know online events and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, film wise, I guess. It's Bill and Ted, and uh, was there anything else? I feel like there's something else, but I don't think so. Not that I, not that I saw anyway. Yeah, yeah but that's uh, a weird time, though. Weird times. It is. Yeah. I mean, good for people who are just going to premiere on like Netflix and Amazon, of course, because everyone mm-hmm. you got your fucking biggest audience possible at the minute. So yeah, it's, it's tell you what, it must. I mean, you know, not like Netflix and Amazon were struggling before, but no. they must be doing really good numbers at the moment. Yeah. You know, like with cinema and stuff, and no one's making new TV, or you know, very restricted new TV. So um, yeah, everyone's probably turned into streaming services and stuff. Yeah, I can imagine there's a lot of people that never bothered with Netflix and or Amazon Prime before that have got a subscription now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, literally the other night I was talking to you, um, my brother's been watching Star Trek, like yeah. entire back catalogue. Yeah, and you know that's that's like wow. You, what? Why? I think it was my first like internal reaction. Yeah. Like why are you watching Star Trek? And I'm thinking, well, because lockdown, I guess. Make it took twenty five years and a pandemic for you and your brother <laughs> to have something in common. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, fair dues. There you go. That's what it. That's what it does. Yep, totally. Um. So. Do you want to do uh, capsule reviews? No, I just. Right, you go first, sir. Oh, I'll just bring that on us. Mm. I saw. Um, uh, oh, spoilers, <coughs> spoilers alert. Um, <laughs> Palm Springs. Hmm. That Palm Springs movie. Movie? I don't know. It sounds... I, mean, well, I know the place, Palm Springs, but... Um, it's... Uh, I mean, if you watch the trailer, you would immediately know what the film's about. So, fuck it, I'll just say it. It's kind of like a Groundhog Day movie, mm. basically. So, it, it's it, it, it's like a guy that's stuck in a day. Okay. And it keeps replaying and replaying. Um, uh, and it's a bit of a comedy. Um, yeah, really good. I, I recommend it. I think it's... Streaming on something, Netflix or some or Amazon. It's, who know? Is it Hulu? I think it was on hmm. streaming. Um, so you got it so, legally. Uh, so I got it completely legally and above board. <laughs> you, got, you got it. You got a screener. That's what you got. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's, it's a really good film. Um, they, they do some, you know, very familiar things with Groundhog Day, um, but they do some like the some more interesting stuff that that you've not seen before. Hmm. Um, he, I think, basically, again, without going too deep into it, because it would spoil it. But I think the idea is he's been stuck in it for quite a while, and a, and a girl gets stuck in the same loop as him. Oh, there you go. That's a bit of a twist on Groundhog Day. Yeah, yeah. And so she's like, sort of having a battle with like the newness of being stuck in this loop, where he's like tried to kill himself like a gazillion times already, <laughs> and now he's just accepted it and he's just going through the motions every day. Do you wonder if like the people who own the rights to Groundhog Day saw that and were like, "Fuck, we could have done yeah. that for a remake." Fuck. Mm, yeah, like Bill Murray would have done it anyway. He's a fucking weird, miserable guy. He like <laughs> he do- does some films and then doesn't do other films. And yeah. Then- he just does what he wants. 
Yeah, we're chess boys. Yeah, <laughs> can't knock them for that. He doesn't have an agent and shit. You've literally just got to fucking ring an answer for it. And if he gets back to you, you're lucky, basically. Mm. I think that's amazing. Mm-hmm. He's just reached that point in his career where he can just do what the fuck he wants. <laughs> I think I just always resented him because he was like grumpy about Ghostbusters and stuff. And not just like doing a new Ghostbusters film. Mm. He was more like just shitting on Ghostbusters like it was a bad film or something. Or? Well, you know, it's, it's, it's always hard to like. You can't always think that, like, the person that's in your favourite film loves that film. Mm. You know what I mean? To him, it was probably just, oh, I'll do this, okay, Dan, you're daft ghost. Yeah, just a job, but it took off, so he's dealt, he's got to deal with, like, fandom of it, and he's like, oh, I don't really like it that much. (laughs) Yeah. People, like, for the rest of his life going, who are you going to call, eh? Yeah. Why isn't anyone asking us to do a fucking Stripes reboot and sequel? I mean, for fuck's sake. (laughs) What's the with fucking Ghostbusters? (laughs) <laughs> Which will never happen now. We'll never get that sequel. So, sadly, no. Yeah. No. Although going back to what we were saying before, that films. Uh, oh yeah, Ghostbusters. Yeah. Like Ghostbusters, um, like soft reboot, remake, sequel, whatever the fuck it is. Mm. I'm trying to Afterlife, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Is that what it's called? <laughs> Something like that. I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that was supposed to be out last month. I think I end do, of June. I just call it Ghostbusters, the one with Paul Rudd. Basically, Paul Rudd. The one it? with Paul Rudd and that kid from Stranger. Oh, Things. Stranger Ghostbusters, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Palm Springs, though. I, I highly recommend. Yeah, I forgot, it, I forgot that's all. We're talking about. <laughs> Get back on track. <laughs> Went on a Bill Murray tangent. Uh, yeah, so go on. What have you been watching? Uh, well, I'll start with Come to Daddy, which you recommended on one show, and I'd seen it mm-hmm. about as well. There's a few podcasts I listened to that had recommended it as well, so checked it out. Loved it. But I don't, I don't want to go in depth because it's one of those films that like it gets to a certain point in the film and you can't talk about it anymore. So yeah, it's, a, yeah, it's the same with that last Palm Springs. Like, it's it's hard to go in depth with it other than just praising it because mm-hmm. I don't want to like give you too much of a taste for it. Um, I'll, I'll but ju- yeah, I'll just say this: like you, you can't beat the fact that Elijah Wood did all those Lord of the Rings movies, probably set him up for life, and now he's just like producing and starring and like shit that seems interesting to him. Mm-hmm. He's not just mm-hmm. going going for the fucking blockbuster roles he's just doing shit it seems cool basically like yeah. he fucking produced Mandy for god's sake I mean it's mental when you look at his career really since yeah. Lord of the Rings like even just stuff like doing Sin City and stuff mm-hmm. yeah but you think like playing what, didn't he play like a pedo or something in that film he was, the, was he not the like, yellow bastard character um, no he was the killer the yellow yeah, bastard sorry who was, ye- was yellow bastard again <laughs> Well, there was he. Was he Yellow Bastard after he got his nuts? I can't. He played the serial killer anyway, but I think he, it hinted that he was like a paedophile and stuff. And yeah, like, something like or that. Something. But I just thought, like, really, you know, like, risky, really. Yeah, and like, he did, he did the, the, the fucking Maniac remake as well, which, like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to say I prefer it over the original, but, like, there's some bits in that where I was like, Jesus Christ, like, it's not what yeah. you... Because you think Maniac remake starring Elijah Wood, and then in the first five minutes you're like, all right, no, it's not <laughs> yeah. going to be tame as you yeah. expect, I think, so... But, yeah, I fucking love Company Daddy, and I'll just... I'll chuck this one in next, because that was a quick one. I don't feel at home in this world anymore. Another Elijah Wood movie, which, after watching Company Daddy, I was like, ah, I wanted to watch this. It's on Netflix. I don't know if you've watched no, it yet, have you? No, I, no, I haven't. Uh. It's like a story about a, a woman who's like down on her luck, you know, just in middle age, fucking everything's going shit. She gets burgled. They steal something important to her, and she, tr- she basically tries to track them, they take the law into her own hands, but like uses um, the help of Elijah Wood, who's like a weirdo neighbor. And it just, mm. as you expect, when like someone gets out the depth, it goes, you know, downhill straight away. But it's it's like yeah. a, it's a black comedy. Right. Almost in the mm-hmm. same vein as Company Daddy, just slightly more comedic, but it's it's well worth the watch. Elijah Wood's character's hilarious in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I could believe it. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm at this point, I'm kind of willing to just take a punt on a movie he's done. Yeah, just you know, just to say it's, it's the same with like, to be honest, uh, Daniel Radcliffe. He's in a similar vein. He kind of is, and I've always put well, them together for some reason. <laughs> they, yeah, they could yeah. play brothers in a movie. But yeah, he's he's done like a few, you know, like Swiss Army Man and stuff. I still and, haven't seen that, you know. Mm. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, good film. really, really unusual. Like, yeah, it looks, really looks awesome. Mm. Uh, so, what's next? Uh? Well, I've, I've just been doing a shit ton of, of older films, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I went on a binge and watched uh, Highlander um, one and two yes. recently. Yeah, um, classic films. Highlander can't beat it. We we're just having a laugh the other day about it, saying like how <laughs> fucking they hired a Frenchman to play a Scotchman and. Uh, and a Scottish person to play like a Spaniard who's actually Egyptian as well. That Ramirez character. Oh, is that is that his actual? So he's 
and he, he sounds Scottish, so yeah, it, what, random. Yeah, but yeah, you, can, you can't beat Highlander. I think I, I, I might have even said this on the show. Like it's one of them weird films where I love it, but it, I reckon it's prime for a remake. Highlander. Yeah, but whenever you say that, though, I'm just like, just because like it's aged a bit doesn't mean you need to remake it, though. Well, not necessarily aged a bit. I just think like there's there's times in the movie where it doesn't quite land. There's like bits that don't have the impact it should have. I think all the like Kurgan bits and stuff do, but I think like to be honest, some of the Ramirez stuff kind of doesn't land. I guess Sean Connery he kind of stalls the movie a little bit. <laughs> Because he's just like, I'm Sean Connery, and on, the, on his horse and stuff, I'm and you're from like, fucking what? Spain! <laughs> and you're like, what oh, the fuck? And then there's like a whole scene where they're in a castle, and he's there, and he gets he gets killed by the Kurgan and stuff. And yeah, you know what? Like, know. when I haven't seen it for a while, I forget how much of the stuff, like the early part of the film, is like, then, in the Highlands mm. and stuff. I just think of all the New York gritty shit, basically. Yeah, I'm not saying, like, I, I guess... It wouldn't be perfect the remake because like yeah you, you've hit it on the nail on the head there like some of the, the like scumminess would be lost I think in a remake I think the only way they could do a remake and it would be and, and I would and, like give it a chance is if it was just still set in the eighties the modern stuff was still set in the eighties yeah true you could maybe do that I just think the the budget and the technology wasn't there to do the film that they wanted to do basically yeah. so like th- there's a bit in World War Two in the movie but like you know because they haven't got the budget it's just like a really quick scene with mm. a guy in a Nazi uniform mm. and it's like in a, an, a, an aircraft hang, like hangar or something um, but if they had had the budget they could have done something much bigger with that little scene where he's in World War 2 like running up the beach or something in Normandy or, mm. or something there's just little bits like that like I said the budget really not necessarily the time period but the budget probably held it back quite a lot yeah well it would have um, I mean it wasn't a fucking blockbuster like, it was a, obviously it was a hit <laughs> But it wasn't like mm. budgeted as a. It wasn't a, because it was fucking produced by Canon. So yeah, I'm tempted to say fairly mo- modest, like thirty million. Yeah, or something it would have been like that. Oh, was it, so. I don't know if it was produced or just distributed by Canon, but you know, Canon it, either way never had like giant budgets anyway. No, like look at Masters no. of the Universe and Cyborg and shit. And- yeah, because it was around about this time where... Well, I think after Highlander, it did really well. But mm. Hi- but Canon was having, like, massive financial problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, late, and, late 80s was the end of Canon, with, like, Superman and Master of the Universe and stuff. Yeah, like. Superman 4, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> was fucking nail in their coffin. Um, but, yeah, Highlander 2, um, <laughs> fucking piece of shit. Yeah. To be fair, you just wow! What a film! I love. Um, I, I do love the look of that film, though. Like some of the designs <laughs> oh, yeah. and like yeah. sets and just fucking Ironside. I mean, I watch Ironside now, mm-hmm. pretty much. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the film looks like money. The 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 like the DP fucking is just like an amazing job on the money that they had. Yeah, like the film looks like money, even though again it was a really low budget. Like the the filmed it in Czechoslovakia to mm-hmm. like save on money and stuff. Yeah, um, but it does look good. Um, but it's just, you know, the story and stuff. Because, and, you know, you couldn't... There was no sequel there. That was the problem. Yeah, of course like, there wasn't, no. Highland, was... Highlander was a self-contained film. Yeah. The story. So, like you like, were saying about, like, the third one where, like, there's a immortal frozen in ice and he wakes up and it's like, well, if that was the case, then he wouldn't have become mortal at the end of the first one because yeah. whoever controls all this would be like, nah, it's still a guy frozen somewhere. <laughs> they should have, like, just... They should have gone back and, like, filmed a new ending to Highlander where he's all like, there can be only one. And then just nothing happens. And he's like, hmm, strange. There can be only one. Just now it happens. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess I didn't kill everyone. It's like, it's like that fucking episode of The Simpsons where he's like, did you just call me a liar? No, he said, fired. Oh, that's much worse. <laughs> just zooms out and he's yeah. just like hey. yeah he just like he, he just picks up his sword and the camera like zooms out slowly and then he just walks off Drag, dragging, it, dragging it behind him looking all sad with his head down <laughs> and people are like so what what happened yeah just then it's just he, he it's didn't kind of magic <laughs> and you're like what a downer fuck what the fuck was that in <laughs> It's like, oh, it's another bloke in ice, man. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, then it just pans over to a guy, and I'd say that would be like, that would, that's what they would do now, though. It would be like the Marvel Universe. It would have a PS in the credits of a guy in ice. <laughs> yeah, so I think so. you're onto something. Yeah, fuck it, they should do it, yeah. Fuck it. Hand smashing out the ice. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't, I stopped at Highlander 2. Like, I, I might watch Highlander 3, I guess, maybe. Which is on what edge in it? Is that the fourth one? 
That's the fourth one, Highlander that, Endgame. Yeah, that's the one where it crosses uh, over with like the TV series, TV isn't it? Show, and, like, yeah, where Connor and Duncan. McLeod Duncan. I was going to say Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's the actor's name. <laughs> yeah, possibly. But yeah, it's, it's really crap to be honest. <laughs> From I, memory, I used Highlander to fucking Endgame. well enjoy the uh, like Thursday nights. It was always like mm. well, like towards the end of the week, it was like Vids was on. Jerry Springer was on at one in the morning in the late nineties, and then Highlander on the ITV, and I was used to watch all three. So I've seen quite a lot of the TV series weirdly. Yeah, yeah, I did watch it. I remember like overall the story was a bit shit, but the character interactions and some of the stories within the episodes were quite good. Mm. Yeah, from memory, I think I, I never like disliked it. But I just think as an overall thing, I, I remember it like not going anywhere. Well, it's kind of one of the, I don't know if they did this, but it's kind of one of those things where you think like, oh, so it's just going to be a new immortal every week. But I don't mm. think it was. I think he just literally went around solving crime, but he was an immortal type of thing. So. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it wasn't Lambert like the pilot. Because I always remember there was a video in the video shop yeah. that was the Highlander series, but it had Christopher Lambert on the cover as well. So I think yeah, he must think be in the right, pilot. Actually. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> um, He's like, hey, you're my cousin. And you're also mortal. What are the chances? And just before it cuts, he's like, give me my check. My next one is a Spanish film that was on Netflix uh, called Your Son. Revenge film. You know how I like the revenge films? Oh, yes. Um, More of a drama than anything, though. It's about about like a a guy who's a doctor, and all of a sudden he's in the hospital one night, and his son gets brought in like he's been absolutely stomped almost to death. Mm. And he takes it upon himself to, like, find out who did it. And it's it's one of those stories of, like, not necessarily, vin- like, revenge is bad, but kind of you don't know the whole facts before you go out and do it. Mm. And it's a it's a really good film, actually. It's yeah. it's quite, like, a, it's a slow burner. But I would recommend watching it if you like stuff like that. Like a dark, it's like a dark drama, basically. Mm-hmm. Like a guy getting himself too out of his depth and, like, being overcome with revenge and like not really thinking straight and stuff i'd recommend it it's pretty good yeah it's got kind of some gut punchy moments in it and like really some quite disturbing bits as well Mm, old uh, revenge stuff you can't beat it you can't indeed it just totally made us think of like uh the last of us 2 there yeah basically last of us 2 is like revenge is bad okay that's what the entire game is yeah yeah i did i spoiled it all for myself (laughs) that wasn't i wasn't bad I'm not going to... Well, put it this way. I'm not going to be able to afford to play it for, like, fucking months, so I'm going to get it spoiled anyway. (laughs) Yeah, it's probably going to maintain its price. Eventually, it'll become a meme. Like, a (laughs) a casual meme, and I'll be like, well, fuck. So I just just watched someone do a playthrough and was like, well, I've seen it now. Uh, Right. Yeah, Yeah, it's one of them games where by the end you're like, ugh. Yeah. (laughs) Just thoroughly depressed. I do have kind of a problem, though, with people, like, kicking off about what they did. Yeah, like with, within the early part where I don't want to spoil it for people who aren't asked like me who are just waiting to buy it. But when a character, when something happens to a certain character yeah. early on in the game, yeah, yeah that never bothered me. And I'm yeah, I'm like yeah, it's bad because you've got a connection to that character, but it's fucking storytelling. It's like it's this follow up. You want yeah, you've got to have something. You've got to have something at stake, yeah, some emotional yeah. thing. You can't just have the same fucking game again. Otherwise, it would be, oh, it'd be nice. The graphics are better. The mechanics are better. But it's the same fucking thing, yeah. Unfortunately, it's it's one of them things where people people want more of the same, but they want it to be different. But not so that different. In, <laughs> yeah, it's like this impossible conundrum. I know, yeah. Where if, if they just churned out another game where you just plays, plays Joel and Ellie wandering across the States... Mm-hmm. And and then it had a somewhat happy resolution. People would be like, eh, it's not fucking original, it's just a rehash of the first one. Like, I wonder if there so. wouldn't be as... I think it's because you never got to play as that character as well. Mm. Like, maybe it would have been better if it happened towards the end of the game or something like that. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, maybe possibly. the reaction would have been less fucking insane as it was. Of course, like, then you've got all the wrong type of people as well right into that game going like, ah, lesbians and women. Yeah, well, that's... <laughs> that's like, that's, that is, don't, but, don't pay yeah, attention to those people. Exactly. It's just like, well, I'll tell you what, just fuck off then. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's clearly not... It's not a game for you then. No. Like, God. So what else is on your list of filmic viewings? Yes, um, so I had a John Badham night the other night. You did. You certainly did. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was going to watch three films, but he ended up only doing two. Yeah. Um, I did Bird on a Wire. I'll talk about it first. Oh yeah. So yeah, I don't. I don't want to shit on it because 
It, it's, you do. You know, it's you one of them. Just, just shit on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not the film I remembered, to be fair. No, I do agree. I, like I said to you the other night, when I saw it on TV once, I was like, it's, it's not what I've remembered this. I remember it being a lot more fun and, like, hijinks, but, like, by the end, it's a bit grim and... Yeah. Which is fine, but it just wasn't... I guess it's just the surprise of it not being what you remember type of thing. And it just... You can't get a feel for, like, Mel Gibson's character. It's kind of weird. Mm. He's kind of... He's just playing... He's just, I mean, you could say this about a lot of his films, but he's just playing, like, Riggs through most of the films. He's, like, jolly, like. jollier, like, less psychotic Riggs. It's, yeah. Well, you know why that is, though? You're just thinking of that, because he always wears bomber jackets and he's got a mullet. Mm. <laughs> yeah, true. Basically. Yeah, he just looks like it. And I'm sure um, in the box he's got a Beretta. So. But, like, obviously his character is supposed to, you know, he's, he's a guy that's in witness protection because he helped bring down a massive drug lord. Yeah. And um, and so, like, he's supposed to have moved around the country a ton and he's supposed to have had loads of lives, like, because of witness protection. Mm-hmm. So it's it, it's like an undeveloped idea. It, like, you get a taste for it, he goes somewhere and they're like, oh, you're, you're, you were, like, an amazing carpenter. When you when you like were here like Joe and he's like oh yeah I was and then you go somewhere else and they're like oh you were an amazing hairdresser and stuff and but it never really fully explores that idea it just kind of touches on it and Bill I mean Bill Duke is in it fair dues you know he's a bad Shit, guy so he is yeah <coughs> so you know it's got that going for it <clears throat> but the the biggest crime in the movie they just don't use him. Mm. He's just fucking there in the background, but and like it never really sets the character up, really. So, I mean, it isn't until like halfway through the film that you actually find out who Mel Gibson is and why he's in witness protection and stuff. Mm. At the start of the film, there's like one scene where Bill, Bill Duke's all like, "Son of a bitch, I'm gonna kill him," <laughs> and then he just like drives somewhere and shoots someone, and then you don't see him for like thirty minutes. Mm. And it's just weird, like, yeah, use you, Bill you, Duke. You, if you got Bill Duke, use if, Bill Duke. Exactly, you don't fucking underuse Bill Duke. Yeah, and then he just gets fucking killed off at the end by a, a bloody lion or something. Like, he, he follows Mel Gibson into a cage, and Mel Gibson, like, closes the cage, and then a lion just mauls him. Mm. And you're like, that's kind of weird. He was in it for, like, three scenes. Bill, Duke, Bill Duke would have fucking sparked that lion. Even. Well, exactly. I'm not I'm not buying that Bill Duke yeah. would be beaten by a lion. That's so. unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. He would just pull out a knife and be all like, come on, mm. and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Yeah, go on, next one. No, me. no, continue your bottom double Unless bill. Unless you do a, a bottom double bill. Yeah. So, next we watched um, The Hard Way. Mm-hmm. Which is, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed that. It was like night and day, to be yeah, honest. Oh, Mickey Fox and Jimmy Woods. Mm, yeah. Um, James Woods before the dark days. Yeah. <laughs> before the Empire. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Though, I mean, you kind of you kind of go wrong. When it, when a trailer starts with two cups, so he was a cup, you know it's going to be a good fucking... He was a cup. <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna have a good time with it. Damn um, right. It's it's just a classic, like almost fish out of water story where um, Michael J. Fox is a, a, a sort of an uppity actor who wants to become a he wants to do a role as a police officer. Mm. So he spends a week with a hard boiled cop, James Woods, oh, yeah. who's who's living on the edge in, in the hard streets of on the ragged um, edge. Is it is it New York or is it Detroit? I can't remember. I think it's New York mm. in that film, um, but yeah, it's just loads, loads of good comedy and stuff. It's a classic, like forty, uh, forty-two hours type stuff going on. And forty-eight, 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 forty-two. <laughs> forty-two is a prequel, man. <laughs> That's why the guy's very early. He's like, "You got forty-two hours." Like, what? Not why? Why forty-two? Because I said so. <laughs> Totally. But yeah, hard, uh, I highly recommend Hardware if you haven't seen it. I uh, haven't listen. seen it since video. So, yeah, it's been yeah. one of those films I've been meaning to rewatch for years. Yeah. You just got to look past James Woods. A yeah. Yeah, it's, it's been a while since I've seen a James Woods movie. So. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Tell you what, though, on your next Bottom Fest, you fucking had Saturday Night Fever to that as well. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, watch fuck's sake. Yeah, it's mad. Like his his filmography, really. Like all the yeah, he's one of those like, guys that can do like he did a bit of everything, basically. Short circuit and stuff. Yeah, and fucking thing. short circuit. Yeah, crazy. Like war games. Yeah, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. yeah, that weird Johnny Depp movie, Nick of Time, where it's like all set in real time. Yeah, like, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, my next one is Rambo. The final last blood, not really. 
<laughs> it's, it's not good. The be. search for more money. Yeah, pretty much. Well, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It's stupidly violent. <laughs> yeah, it's just more of the Rambo going around fucking ripping people's throats out and stuff. Yeah. I was just That's like, b- before like, it came out, I was a bit pissy about it because I was like, I've I, I got a feeling he's going to go too far. And it's going to be like the fucking raid. And in case you're a new listener, I don't like the raid. So stop listening now because everyone loves the fucking raid for some reason. Yep. They're just they just annoy us those films for some. And I was, I was expecting Rambo to be like that, but it was more of like that Rambo four violence where you're like fucking hell, and then you start laughing. <laughs> yeah, because it's just oh, so yeah, ridiculous. Definitely. The the bit with the hammer and stuff, I was just like, I just couldn't help but go. <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. Although the mm. fucking collarbone bit is fucking gross. That was me. I, like, mm. I've, I've never broke my collarbone, but I would imagine what it feels like to break, like, have someone dig the fucking finger in your neck. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was pretty grim. That's pretty gross. Yeah. The only, obviously, the, the, you know, the easy criticism of that movie is, is like, it's a, it's a obvious setup. You see it coming a mile off. Oh, of course. Yeah. The, the, the girl and it's all like, ooh, I'm so happy, and, and Rambo's all like, I love you and stuff. <laughs> I would, if if something happened to you, I don't know what I'd do and stuff. And you're like, oh, Jesus. He's just like, yo, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> just like, okay. Especially what that film does for the first, like, 20 minutes, and you're like, I, it's not going to go well for her. Yeah, it's almost a shame that, like, it obviously would seem totally out of place, but it, the last five minutes of Rambo 4 was, like, him meeting them or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, instead of it just being, like, fast forward, he's got a happy life and he's got a daughter. That's yeah. not his daughter. But yeah, he's, no, he's, he's like a, a father figure to someone, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you yeah. know, it's, it's simple enough. He's just going back to, like, what worked in the 80s, like, simple mm-hmm. setups... You need something yeah, that you need. To, people are waiting for me to fucking blow me lids and gun crackers. So yeah. that's all you need. So, yeah, you don't need like a fucking the opening crawl to to Rambo and be all like the fucking Trade Federation and stuff. <laughs> the Vice is what, he <laughs> <laughs> what you got? That? Hang on. So so Rambo's currently he's, he's got a banker's deal. And, <laughs> Rambo's right. the governor of somewhere. <laughs> And he's dealing with this trade dispute. <laughs> There's a blockade gun on in Mexico and stuff. And then he's got to do a pod race. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the bit that got the laugh out of us the most was where it just cuts to, like, the gang finding one of the head gang members, like, mm. fucking barbed bar wired to a bed without his head, and then it just cuts to Stallone speeding along the highway, dropping a severed head on the, on the car. And I was like, all right, here comes the last act. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's and obviously, good. that film, it's the only film to date I've seen in 4D. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, you got fucking claret yeah. spread in your face and stuff. <laughs> it was kind of funny. The one film you're going to see, it's, it had to have been that, like, mm. getting blood. And, like, you know the bit at the end when he's got the arrows? Yeah. Yeah, the bone arrow and stuff. Mm. Um, like, every time he fired that thing, there was, like, a jet of air went past your ear. Yeah. So it like simulated an arrow going past your head and stuff. It was, it was interesting, all that stuff. I right? just imagine that would annoy the fuck out me. <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah. Total distracted from the film, basically. Yeah, I'm bad enough when just, like, I'm listening to music and my fan catches my face and blows my hair in my eyes. I'm like, fuck off! Like, so imagine that for three hours or something. I'd be, I'd be just kicking off and asking for my money back and stuff. Mm. What else? <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what else have I watched. Um, oh, well, I watched... Um, Michael J. Another Michael J. Fox movie, The mm. Frighteners. I've never seen The Frighteners. You never seen The Frighteners? No, no, seen it. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. Um, it's it's a typical like Peter Jackson type movie where I'm sure you've it, talked about this before on the show. Yeah, yeah, like some of the some of the humor doesn't quite land and stuff. I feel like it doesn't match the tone of the movie a little bit. Mm. Um, it's like it wants to be a horror film but it wants to be a little bit of a sort of comedy but you know that's Peter Jackson like when he does like comedy in movies mm. like I don't know it's, he's got a strange sense of humour you've got to think about like what he'd done before that though like that was <clears throat> kind of his not before Lord of the Rings that was his like big breakout and stuff so yeah yeah. <clears throat> yeah but yeah it's it's genuinely it's a pretty good film to be honest like beyond that I've um, always meant to watch it because it's you know it's Michael J. Fox and shit so. mm-hmm and it's got Jake Boosie in it. Um, the lesser Boosie. And, yeah, and um, what's McCallie from Star Trek? Who I've forgotten his name. Jonathan um, Frakes. 
It's got him and Patrick Stewart in it, basically. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, and he plays by Union stuff in Star Trek. That's not going to I don't know who that is. <laughs> I don't know. Where are you? Jeffrey Coombs, I don't even know. Oh, fucking hell, I know who he is. Yeah. It's got Jeffrey You should have just said it. guy from Reanimator. What got that? I know, I know. You're like, it's the guy from Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 12, season 3. Um, yeah, Jeffrey Coombs is in it. He plays like a psychopath. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's his, his inclusion in the movie is really good and stuff. Mm. Uh, yeah, I highly recommend that, actually. It's not a big ask of a film, either. I'm sure it's, like, an hour and a half long or something. Though. It's one of those films since it came out. It's always had me interest, but it's just, like, it's. I don't know whether the opportunities never come up to watch it, and, like, I've never thought to just buy it. I don't know. It's one of those mm. weird things. It's always passes by. Pretty much, like, well, it was uh, Michael J. Fox's, like, last movie. Like, with him as the, like, leading sort of guy. Yeah, I was thinking that. Mm. Yeah, it probably was, if, yeah. If you discount, like, you know, Stuart Little and stuff like that. Well, yeah, he was the voice of fucking Stuart Little, wasn't he? Yeah, mm. but yeah, he, it was like you know the last like movie with his name on the poster from the centre yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bless him before he like had to obviously take the break for obvious reasons. Yeah, yeah. And he, but, yeah he, he turned up in Curb a couple of times, which was amazing. Mm, he's, he's done some really good TV. He he's has. in uh, the Good Fight and stuff. Oh, is he? Oh, cool. Uh, he was in he was in Scrubs, wasn't he? For a couple of episodes. Yeah, a couple of episodes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he obviously Spin City. He did. Hmm. Um, like sort of before and during the whole diagnosis. Yeah, um, true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that designated survivor show. He was in that. Apparently, I've not seen. I've always, it I've always heard that's really good, but I've never <clears> seen it. <clears throat> I'm just not sure I can. Well, I watched like the first couple episodes hmm. of it, and I, I just couldn't. I couldn't get Jack Bauer in my head. To be yeah, honest. well, you know. <laughs> like, uh, sorry to say about Kiefer Sutherland, I love him a bit, but I don't know. Sometimes when he's running around, going, "God damn the president, the president, and terrorists." Yeah, yeah. You're like, mm, like it's you, just Jack Bauer. You, like you can get away with Lost Boys because it's totally different. But when it's like some sort of government thing, you're like, "Ah, it's just Jack Bauer." Yeah. 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 yeah, like I said, screaming out about the president being killed and stuff. You're like, <laughs> "Yeah, it's a bit weird." <laughs> yeah. Uh, my next one, I watched Kevin Smith's stand-up he did, literally the night he had his heart attack, called Silent But Deadly. <laughs> yeah, so, like, he did that, went backstage and had a heart attack. So it's Crazy, isn't it, that? Uh, it was fun. Usual good old yeah. Kevin Smith uh, Q&A stand-up stuff. Mm. It's it's more stand-up, it's, it's all, like, just him telling stories. It's not q and I don't think. So. No, it's not, right. And then a couple of days later, revisited Dogma. Because it's just been mm. a long time since I watched Dogma and just enjoyed the fuck up. I always forget. Like, I not forget, but, like... Yeah, kind of do. Like, I always love Dogma, but forget just mm-hmm. how good it actually is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you know what I mean? I always think, yeah, like, I always like, think, like, it's probably me third or fourth favourite, but it's probably, like, me second favourite, like, of his films. It's quite yeah. tight and just... It's, it's just a good fucking movie. Yeah, yeah definitely. Rickman and stuff. Rickman. Yeah. Being on, uh, on form and shit. Mm. Um, just everyone, really, in it. Yeah. yeah. As I was saying the other week, like, you can tell Rickman just added some, like quirks to his character that probably weren't mm-hmm. the script where he's just saying I'll give over <laughs> yeah, <laughs> anyway, yeah that, that was that character I read the script but I'm pretty sure that wasn't in the fucking yeah, script like Kevin Smith did not write give over yeah where we're like, give over what does that mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah I, I recently like as you know I, I like binged them all mm. like I don't think I'd really fully watched them since like DVDs and stuff mm. um, so like uh, I always had, like, the really shit English version of, like, Mallrats, like, the pan and scan version and stuff. Mm. Um, so, like, watching them on, on, like, Blu-ray and, like, HD and stuff was, like, crazy. Watch, watching new films, basically. Yeah, that's the annoying thing about that fucking Arrow release of Mallrats. It's going to be, like, US and Canada only. Like, uh, right. I don't know. Like, it'd be nice to have. I'm hopefully, I don't know, it might come out over here eventually, but I'd be tempted to fucking just import the American version. Mm. Yeah, and just have the nice version of it. Yeah. Because it, it is one of them films, it, it makes a massive difference. Oh, it does. It I mean, it made a massive difference, just because I've just, I never got it, like, normal DVD. I just, like, eventually you've got around to, like, getting an uh, American DVD off of either eBay or Play USA back in the day. Mm. And it just looks so much better, because, you know, yeah. going from VHS to just, DVD. You can just <clears> see <throat> more. It's weird, like, like, I was noticing more, and, like, mm-hmm. with a... You, with you obviously seeing more of the the frame and stuff, you're just like, oh right. Like, and just the clean, just, the, just obviously, just you know, like a higher definition image. It just it totally helps sometimes. Like sometimes you can watch a film and go, yeah, it just looks it it just looks better. Mm-hmm. But the certain films where you're like, I've never noticed that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. 
And like you know, like I was telling you a couple of weeks ago with that fucking thing I saw that the reason Dogma is impossible to find on Blu-ray is because like Harvey Weinstein actually owns that film, mm. not his company. He owns Dogma because of the whole kerfuffle at the time. Like he had a he bought it yeah, and sold it, it, like rented it, basically like leased it to Lionsgate to release. So, and then Kevin Smith tells that story that he got a phone call out of the blue going, "Yeah, we're going to do something about Dogma." Yeah, well, let's do a sequel. Let's get the TV, new Blu-ray out and stuff. And then, like a week later, he was like, "All that shit happened with him," and he was basically just ringing around people, seeing who his friends were and stuff. Yeah, like what a, who was what a standby sleazy little fucking fat piece of trash. <coughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I think at this point we're safe from li- from like any liability. Oh yeah, what the fuck? He, <laughs> he had COVID last time I heard. I wonder if he's all right. <laughs> <laughs> fucking with his little Zimmer frame and stuff, going to court. Yeah, yeah, I said this guy fucking walks. He's fucking bullshit. He's, he wasn't fucking. Didn't need a no. fucking Zimmer for Jesus. No, of course not. It's just pulling a McMahon, basically. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like sympathy in court, wearing a neck brace or something. <laughs> Been through the trial of my life! <laughs> uh, right, so it's you next. Yes. Um, so I just, watched just, the just, movie. Just, just so you know how many you got, because I've got fucking shitloads of that. Uh, I think I've only got one more, to be fair. Yeah, well, I'll have to zoom through these then. Okay. Um, so uh, although I can talk about something else actually just thinking about it um, I watched a movie called uh, Jonathan Wicks and Three oh yes the old uh, Esquire Jonathan Wicks Three (laughs) yeah John Wick Uh, fuck knows why I I think it was one of those days where I couldn't be asked to get up because I had a cat asleep on us um, and I just I didn't want to disturb the cat. <laughs> this is life as a cat owner, basically. So I was just looking for, through stuff on Netflix, and then I just was like, I watched I watch John Wick. Fuck it. <laughs> I don't even know why. I've watched all of them so far. Um, yeah, God, I hate that film. It, annoyed, it actively annoyed me watching it. <laughs> yes, there's, uh, there's someone now listening to this for the first time going, and unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> If, if, the, you know if the raid didn't get them unsubscribed, that did just the... Well, I don't need that patronage. Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> um, I just don't, I don't understand it. Like, John Wick 2 is, it's baffling to me why people would like that film. Mm. Um, and then John Wick 3 just, like, nailed it home. Like, yeah, it's it's all just fucking showy bollocks. Mm-hmm. Trying too hard. Yeah. Um and like I, don't know, I just don't like the hipstery feel about it it feels hipstery yeah basically um, like I was joking with you about like like the, the, the assassins are like ran by a, you know like a home base sort of thing a, a mother base where there's all these guys and girls who are like oh. coordinating movements and stuff I thought you meant like the DIY shop that would be interesting no that, that's why I expanded on it <laughs> not, not literally they're ran by B&Q <laughs> Um, it's it's sort of like an admin office, and whenever like it cuts back to it, they're all like working on like old IBM's, and they've got like an old style like um, switchboard, you know, where they've got to, like plug in the different connections mm. and stuff, and all these like hot lasses with like neck tattoos and yeah, fucking yeah. shaven heads and mm. stuff, and but they're all dressed up like they're in the sixties, so they've got like you know like pencil skirts and oh, like, blouses, okay. yeah. and like big rimmed horn rimmed like glasses and stuff. And it's just like, oh, fuck off, movie. You're just trying too hard. Like, if anything, they would be on fucking Apple Macs, and you know for a fact they would be. Yeah. They wouldn't be on IBMs and stuff. Yeah. They'd be fucking sipping Coca-Cola and on Macs and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Getting their iPhone Xs out and stuff. So, yeah, but the actions, like, I don't know, it's relentless to the point where, you know, three quarters of the way and you're just like... <sighs> yeah, it's boring. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> There's only so many times you can see someone get shot in the head at close range. And uh, I didn't really say this like on message. Actually, I didn't like when I was messaging. I didn't mention it, but I forgot. Like Hal Berry turns up in it. Yeah, um, isn't there a gimmick like she's got loads of dogs or something? Yeah, she's got two dogs. Yeah. And but I don't know, Hal Berry man. I, 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 hopefully, I don't come off as age just here. But like, <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, we're going. She, yeah, we're going. <laughs> she just looks like a fucking soccer mom or something running around with a with a fucking clothes on and stuff. I don't know. I, I just didn't buy a character. I didn't buy a character. Running around dressed. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's hard to describe. I just didn't buy it. Like, it's the same reason why I didn't buy fucking Chuckleface in um, Pirates of the Caribbean, which is all like, you, you think, you know, pain, try wearing a cortex. Oh, you fucking that hate stuff. that bit, don't you? <laughs> Kira Knightley. Yeah. Yeah. Like, 
fucking nine stone women like punching like massive guys and stuff and I just think oh fuck off it's not about sexism out it's about like physics and stuff yeah but it's a film <laughs> I know <laughs> I know but like okay I can buy it if she's like a superhero or something but Jet Lee's like it. five foot two he chins big lads all the time no he's he's got the martial arts training though you see <laughs> <laughs> it is cause he's a bloke <laughs> cause he's a bloke man. he's got a dick his, his muscles are stronger <laughs> Um, no, I'd, I'd, to be honest, I think Hal Berry's kind of one of them actresses as well that I don't really like. No? I think she's a bit hammy and stuff, um, and I never really buy her in any film she's in, to be honest. She's so, got a, she was yeah. got a stone. Uh, was she? I don't know. I, I liked her a stone. Like, do, do you know what happens to a frog when it gets struck by lightning? <laughs> The same thing is everything that gets struck <laughs> by lightning. She didn't write the script. <laughs> no, I guess. I've, I've never had a... The thing is, though, that's one of those lines I've never had a problem with. I think it's kind of funny. <laughs> to just be like, the guy's like expecting something else, and he's like, nah, same thing, the fucking happens to it's like, it's like saying, you know what happens to a frog when you shoot it in the face? Same thing, the fucking happens to everyone else. I mean, <laughs> That would have been better. Yeah, they just, just should have said that, yeah. She just pulls out a fucking magnum and shoots him in the face. <laughs> yeah. And everyone's like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, like he's looking up at the sky looking for lightning. Get shot in the and throat. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all just a work to yeah. get him distracted. And then and he's on the floor for like ten minutes going... <laughs> his big tongue hanging out. That's if it was made now in the hard, hard R-rated version. That'd be, totally. That's what it yeah. would be. Deadpool makers make it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we just went off on a tangent about Ray Park getting shot in the throat, so... We should move on, I think. <laughs> Back on track. What have you been watching? Uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Voice. Mm. Oh, it's such a lovely film. It's not like I wasn't expecting it to be good, but I was just thinking, eh, I'll enjoy it. But, I don't know, it just, fucking something special about that film. Man. Yeah, because, I don't know, I kind of, like, I was worried you you would just, like, forever avoid it, because you're like, Ugh, it's just an animation. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. that type thing, which I think a lot of people have done. Mm. Like, people are like, ah, I don't know, Spider-Man, like, but it's a cartoon. I pretty much yeah, just waited till it came on Sky, and then mm. I was like, right, I'll give it a chance now. Yeah. And just yeah, enjoyed the fuck out of it, yeah. Shit ton of heart, loads of laughs. Mm-hmm. Like, the humour re- lands really right. Like, yeah. when Peter Parker, like, first moves it, like, dimensions, and mm-hmm. he's, like, unconscious. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, and, and he's like, dragging him around and shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah and he's got, like, the, ice, the snowman head on and stuff. Yeah, space. yeah. Yeah. And Nick Cage is like Spider-Man Noir was fucking brilliant casting. Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I just love that sneak attack bit where he just randomly lamps him in the face when he's distracted and stuff. It's yeah. hilarious stuff. And obviously yeah. it's set up for a... They're doing another one, so... Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's prime for it. I've said this to you before, like, it's it's really good time to do it when I think the world needs it. Like, uh, and that's what I really appreciated about uh, in the Spider-Verse. Like, it was diverse mm-hmm. without, like, forcing it on you. It's, like, a really good example of, yeah. like, how to do diversity in a movie. Yeah, it totally works. And, and like I said, I'm, I'm sure it's that fucking... People have wanted Miles Morales in a film for years. Yeah. And it's just great that, like, they finally got it, and it's a film that good. It's, like, better than most of the fucking live-action Spider-Man movies. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, it's a good time. Like I said, black, all this Black Lives Matter mm. sort of stuff going on. And mm. that. Like, it's, it's good to see, like... A strong black character, basically, that yeah. isn't kind of just, you know, like, because I always say, like, you know, if you're going to do something like with a strong black character, don't take a, a well known white character and make him black. Because mm. that's, like, just cheaping out. Like, take yeah, a character yeah. that's black from the start. Yeah. And, you know, arguably, you could say it's just Spider Man but black. But, but it's not, though. Not really, it's, 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 yeah. it's, it's, it's a totally different character, Miles and stuff. But I like so. the way that they do the like the whole because I'm not that familiar with the comic law of the character, but mm-hmm. I was so I was surprised that the whole that the, his uncle turns out to be that character, and then the, his uncle dies, and it's that's like Uncle Ben, and I was like that's so fucking mm-hmm. clever like, the way they've wrote it all together. I said that's yeah. probably old comic stuff, but I'd had no idea. So yeah, there's kind of like a thread, isn't there? Like it's a Spider-Man esque thread running yeah. through it about like loss and responsibility yeah. and stuff. Like if you don't know much about the character, it's a Spider-Man origin story. It's a, it's the Spider-Man origin story, but done in such an original way that it keeps catching you off guard. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah but I, I, I'm, I can't wait till the second one. I really enjoyed it. I'm going to have to buy mm-hmm. it because I'd want to see it again. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really nice DVD. Yeah, Blu-ray as well, obviously. It oh, I can imagine really that's nice just one of those like you know, it's just uber visual, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's got yeah. the best of both worlds. It's super visual and it's just really well written. So, mm-hmm. 
Um, anything else? Because I've got a bunch more. Uh, no, there aren't <laughs> that many. I can skip through some of them. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll just roll everything into to one, really. I was on recently on a massive Power Rangers binge. Oh, yes, so you've actually been buying the figures and <laughs> yeah. watching the programs. <laughs> getting getting me Power Rangers bed spread out and it's, stuff. It's fucking awesome, this, because like, when we were kids, uh, like, I never talked to you about Power Rangers. I was like the Power Rangers fucking mm. dork. Yeah. And you were like, yeah, fucking shut up, I'm fucking watching intelligent stuff like Star Trek, fucking dick. Totally. Fuck Power Rangers for babies, man. <laughs> Um, yeah, because it's weird. Like, I was I was familiar with Power Rangers at the time. Like, mm. I, I think I watched it like on the DJ Cat Show, like around about the time the Green Ranger came in. I guess. Yeah. Because like those episodes are like uber familiar to us. Well, I've said to you, man. Like, even at the time, I was like, I'm too old to be watching this. Mm. This is a kid. Because like, Jamie liked it, and Jamie was like, fucking, what was he? Seven at the time yeah, or something. Yeah. But then I remember back. I was fucking like eleven. <laughs> yeah, ten or eleven. I'm like, I was. I was a kid. <laughs> so I was like at that age. I'm like, I should be watching like fucking Goodfellas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Trying to grow up too quick. Mm, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really loved them. Like, it's, well, they're probably like the first season and this maybe the second season of Power Rangers. Mm. Um, like just really daft, goofy, high energy and stuff. They're just really fucking wholesome and just totally. They're still really watchable. I watched the first episode yeah. again when after we we're talking about them, and I was just like, "Yeah, fucking, you can still watch this now." Mm. And it's still just yeah. like you know, obviously it's for kids, but yeah. you, you still get some enjoyment out of it just because of the fucking gleefulness and like the the good naturedness of it, basically. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and just like you know, giant robots, dinosaurs, yeah. martial arts. Of course, yeah. Like fucking hell, it's got it had everything for kids yeah. in the nineties. And really, the fucking like. fight scenes are stuff like for the time for a kids show. <laughs> Fucking better than most movies, like most American yeah. movies at the time. Yeah, all the Japanese footage. It's so mad how how well the Japanese stuff holds up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really, oh, yeah, like the costume designs yeah. and all the rest. But I mean, even yeah. the fight scenes that they filmed with the American actors, they're pretty fucking decent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, like all of them were, well, most of them were martial artists. I think like, the Billy guy, he was a uh, he was a like aerobics guy or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and so was um, the. Thingy, uh, Kimberly the was Ranger, oh, Kimberly, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She was like an acrobat, but it kind of translates into into being able to do kicks oh. and flips and stuff. Of course, yeah, you can train an acrobat to be a fighter on screen, like look like Michelle Yeoh. You know what I mean? mm. So yeah, yeah, really enjoyed it. And like off the back of that, I watched the uh, the, the movie, ah. Ivan Ooze movie mm. and stuff. I quite enjoyed that, uh, even though you know it's a bit ropey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I think I saw it like twice at the cinema, but I can't remember fuck all about it. Yeah. It's, it's a weird film. It's like the Power Rangers walking movie, basically. <laughs> there's hard, there's Lord of the Rings. <laughs> there's hardly any fighting in it. It's so weird. Like, the first get attacked, and the, the, they don't suit up straight away, so they have a bit of a fight without mm. the suits on. And then the, when they finally like, morph, they walk about for a bit. Yeah. Like, they don't just immediately fight. But like the 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 like putty guys or whatever the monsters that they're fighting, they like fuck off when they morph, mm. and so they have to walk into a car park and find them, and and then there's a little bit of fighting, and then they lose the powers straight away, and then they just walk around for the rest of the movie trying to get the powers back. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, it's kind of weird. It's like why is there hardly any martial arts in it and stuff? I just remember being looking like looking forward to uh, like the new suits because mm. they're all like PVC like badass looking yeah. suits and then being disappointed going back to the TV series and waiting for those suits to turn up and they never did <laughs> no no they didn't have the budget no. unfortunately um, yeah like Lord Lord Zed gets like put in a snow globe and stuff straight away mm. that movie that's all I mean the Ivan Ooze character is pretty good I guess yeah good, he, good, good like, old apocalypse yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, have you have you watched the remake movie yet? No, no, I'm no. no. Just seen yeah, bits, bits and pieces. It's still alright. Like, mm. yeah, I enjoyed it. It's it's kind of a, like it's a bit of a, a character movie, really. It just like explores like who each of the people are, and they've got to, like really bond to be able to turn into the Power Rangers. Yeah, it seems like they don't become the Power Rangers till like the last act. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. A, and then when like it happens, movies, yeah. yeah. But when it finally happens, it's all like, go, go, Power Rangers, and it's like hard not to like smile. Yeah, I've seen it. that yeah, clip like, where like Alpha 5's like, go, go, Power Rangers, and the music kicks in. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. Bit of, yeah. bit of goosebumps there. 
And bless them. Obviously, they're like probably held off because they're like, no, no, we'll we'll save Alice for the sequel. You know, we'll we'll really build into it, and then the sequel will go all mad, and then four years later, <laughs> <laughs> alas, it is not to be. No. <laughs> um, yeah. I rewatched Jane Silent Bob reboot. Just fancied watching that again because it came on Sky, and I was like, I'll oh, watch it again. Fuck it, mm. I still enjoyed it. It's it's fine. Yeah, I think yeah, I've seen it like twice now. Yeah, so as well. There's yeah. some bits that really make us laugh in it. So, yeah, I think when I f- the first viewing, I, w- I was really put off by it. Mm. Um, I was like, oh, I don't know. It felt kind of just cheap. It felt like Kevin Smith just doing Kevin Smith stuff, which kind of is. Yeah, and then the second time I watched it, it kind of didn't bother us as much. I was like, eh, fair dues. Yeah. It's, it's him giving people what they want. Of course, yeah, and just like for yeah. himself, like going on a nostalgia trip and shit. So, mm-hmm. uh, I had a good old good old British martial arts double bill with Scott Atkins. First off, Avengement, which I keep telling you to watch. I bet you haven't uh, watched it yet. No, no. Son of a bitch! Get it watched. I will. It's very know, good. Instead of watching fucking John Wick. Exactly, for fuck's sake, you could have watched a good violent movie. <laughs> It's just a fucking great, uh, just Cockney gangster film slash revenge film slash martial arts film, basically. Mm. But like you know, with fucking <laughs> with modern fucking Cockney gangster films, like none of them are the Long Good Friday. You know, they're all just like you have laugh at you, you fucking nuts, and it's just all mm. bollocks. But it's none of that shit, basically. Right. It's just everyone's a f- everyone's a fucking character. No one's a caricature, and it's just Scott Atkins is like a he's basically a guy who goes to prison for something that was out of his control. Mm-hmm. Gets out, seeks his revenge. I don't want to say any more because it's one of those stories that unfolds through like, oh, you're going to hate this flashbacks. But yeah, it, but it wor- no, it's ser- it works in the context of the film. You'll, when you watch mm-hmm. it, you'll see what I mean. It works yeah. that like you're going, what the fuck's going on? It's like a lost episode, basically. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it can, it can work when it's done right. I yeah, think it's just when it's, it's unfortunately it's, it's mainly not, TV. It, yeah, it's not it's not flashbacks for the sake of flashbacks. Yeah, because TV is like so heavily reliant yeah. on flashbacks these days. Where yeah. it's like when you really like by the end of the episode, you're like, that didn't even need to be a flashback. Mm. Like what the fuck? Yeah. They could have just told that chronologically, and it would have worked. Because basically, it starts with him going into a pub mm. full of this gang he's after. And then he holds them hostage and explains to them why he's there and how he got out and why he's coming to kill them and stuff. So that's how it works, mm. basically. Right. Yeah, 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 we'll have to watch it. Like yeah. That. I mean, it's it's brutal. It's got some brutal bits in it, but it's not like, you know, like that clip you sent us a fucking John Wick through where it was just fucking, all right, calm down. Yeah. It's like that kind of violence where it's like, bang, that was violent and then moves on. There's yeah, no lingering. Linger. Yeah. yeah. Like someone gets literally curb stomped in it and I was like, that was the least disturbing curb stomp I've ever seen. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, it's mad, like, with with that John Wick scene, like, if they'd shot that differently, it could have been really shocking. Yeah. Like, if he had jammed it in quickly, and it cut really quickly, mm. you would be like, oh, fucking hell. But instead, because they're like, oh, like, the, the, the hold on it too long, and you're like, whatever. Yeah, it, it becomes, like, where you expect people in the audience to, like, get bonus or something. It was weird. Mm, yeah. But people go, oh, that's good. That's it. No, it's supposed to be like, oh, my God, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but because the like, hero are doing it, you're like, oh! Yeah, it's like, that's the hero? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, at this point, should I be rooting for him to get shot then? Because he seems to be a terrible person. Yeah, he's a fucking sadist, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like, the last, like, the big end fight of Benjamin is kind of like, when I was watching it, I was thinking, it's kind of like the end of Police Story, but in, like, a working man's club. <laughs> <laughs> like, that type of shit. Just, they like, kept going, I was like, fucking hell! <laughs> yeah, it's really good, though. Mm-hmm. And then follow that up with another Scott Atkins film called The Debt Collector, which isn't as good, but I still mm-hmm. enjoyed. Still enjoyed. Yeah, he's Same a guy. Sort of stuff. He's a guy who's like um, it's in America. He's a guy who's like runs a dojo. Mm-hmm. His business is going in this, so he like, gets a tip from someone like, well, you know, if you want extra money, go work for this guy. You're not going to like it though. But he, and he's like, you know, a scummy debt collector. Where he has to like beat money out of people and stuff. Yeah. And he's partnered up with the guy from. Uh, you used to watch? Did you ever watch Martial Law with the Samo Hung show? A little bit, on and off. You know, like the Italian yeah. cop, like his partner in that. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. like, it's him. <laughs> and he was also an angel blade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, since they're having a connection. And they're just going to go around and, like, get money. And, like, uh, Tony Todd's got a small role in it as like, one of the bad guys and stuff. Yeah, and it was, it was worth a watch. Had some decent fights, seen some good, like, buddy humour and stuff. It's kind of a buddy yeah. cop movie, but the debt collectors, basically. Is that on Netflix as well? Or um, is that on someone else? Prime, I think. Prime. Oh, is it? No, Avengement's on Netflix. I think Deck Collector's on... No, no, yeah, that's on Netflix as well, yeah. Mm, Both on yeah. Netflix. Uh, what else? Uh, I've got a couple more. Yeah, I don't think... 
I, yeah, I, I whittle my. I use my days to play video games or watch Coronation Street. Well, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I'm surprised I've watched yeah. this many films. Yeah, no, obviously I've been playing a shit ton of uh, Red Dead Two. Oh yeah, and the, you got the PC uh, version. On so the yeah. PC one, yeah. Che- <laughs> you just just cheating cheat the stuff. fuck out of that game. Yeah. <laughs> Run round as a two foot tall pygmy. <laughs> really good it, it's just nice to like because obviously I, I played that game from start to finish and like you know did a fair amount of unlocking and stuff on mm. PS4 and played the game properly so it's nice to just like you know sort of take take the belt off and just have fun with it yeah sort of thing and, and not be like restrained by like oh me ammunition and uh, me money so you've got like infinite money and if if you get too deep into something you can just take and you want it off and stuff yeah and, that's always the fun thing when, like, you finish GTA for the first time, mm. and you go, right, it's time to fuck around. <laughs> mm. Put the cheats in, put gravity mode on, and super punch. Yeah, yeah definitely, it's a good laugh. Yeah, it's, it's excellent on PC, crazy stuff. <coughs> oh, yeah, you were, you were showing us the other night when you were streaming it, was it looks crazy. Yeah. Are you going to get into the streaming thing? Or? Oh, I could do. Yeah, get, just, like, get, 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 get some players. donations and fans and stuff. Yeah, get some crazy stalker, that's the dream. Yeah. <laughs> Some Taiwanese stalker who's like catfishers and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) It's every streamer's dream. Yeah. Uh, So it's just me now then. Yeah. All right. uh, Cobra. Stallone's Cobra. First time I've seen that since probably. I mean, I've seen bits of it because it was on Channel Five a lot in like the early two thousands. But first time I've seen it since like fucking nineteen ninety one. Surprises me that because like. I've probably seen it a few times. Yeah, like, it's, it's one I've never revisited. I think it's because yeah. like I saw it. It was always like when I was a kid. It was Stallone's Raw Deal, hmm. the one I never saw, and never it was never available to rent. And then I eventually rented it and was like, yeah, it was okay. I just never went back to it though. Yeah, yeah. I said the most interesting thing was just reading about how there was like a two-hour version and it was cut to shit because they were trying to compete with Top Gun and wanted more shorts and stuff. And I was like, Crazy. What, what a fucking read! Now Top Gun's popular. Cut forty-five minutes out of this fucking yeah. piece of shit. Yeah, it's it's okay. It's it's fine, Cobra. It's got some great yeah, moments, but you know, it ne- yeah, it never like excels. It never does anything like absolutely unique. It's a pretty runny mill sort of actiony sort of cop movie. But I would like uh, to see whatever this uncut version is, because from what I've read, it's like the moments where Brian Thompson's kind of people were like, "Don't like a fucking Savini gore scene and stuff," and I'm like, "Jesus!" Because in the film, it's just like slash at the camera, the dead. Yeah, but there's apparently full-on gore scenes somewhere in a vault somewhere. So. <clears throat> Never know. We'll see. Getting the Snyder cut. Well, you know, fucking Stallone <laughs> just put out that director's cut of Last Blood. He's working yeah. on director's cut of Rocky Four. Hopefully, he'll get around to doing Cobra. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. And other than that, with playing the Spider-Man game recently, I've revisited Spider-Man One and Two, the Sam Raimi movies, which mm. I enjoyed rather a lot. Yeah, you can't beat him, can you? A lot of lot of fun. <laughs> Less said about Spider-Man 3, of course. Yeah, well, I, I was like, I'm going to watch all of them. Fuck, I'm going to watch all three. And I got 20 minutes in, like, Spider-Man 3, and I was like, oh, I just can't be bothered. Yeah, so it's just, it's fundamentally just, wrong with that. Yeah, because it's like, it's a lot of people, like, I'm sure a lot of people think, oh, it's just because Venom's crap. No, <laughs> it's just, the, it just feels, it just feels off straight away. Yeah. Yeah, something about the setup, the pace, and the character yeah, interactions. It it's feels, just something. It feels like as if like Sam Raimi isn't directing it or something. Like it's, it's like they're handed off mm. to someone else. It just has that weird like this isn't the same kind of feeling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then yeah. I watched. The, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say like Alfred Molina and stuff. And oh yeah, yeah He's, Spider-Man he, Two. Spider-Man Two is still. I don't care what anyone says. Well, I'm often, It's still one of the best comic book movies of all time. Yeah, yeah definitely. It's awesome. And then some grim shockumentary with The Killing of America, which I think we talked about the other night. Mm-hmm. Which is a grim... Uh, it's the, probably the most, out of all the like Mondo films and shockumentaries I've seen, it's definitely the most respectful. Yeah. It's, it didn't go into it with the thing of like, oh, let's just show people loads of brutal shit, because it'll, be, it'll sell some tickets. It's more of a proper documentary about like just violence in America. And this was like 81, 82. Mm. And it's still like relevant today, almost. It's fucked Mad. up and... There's a lot of grim shit in it, like interviews with serial killers and a lot of gross fucking real footage, but I'd recommend anyone watching it, though. Yeah. Yeah, I said, it's, it's not one of those ones you can't get. It's available uncut now on DVD in the UK, and it's on fucking YouTube, so yeah, it's worth watching. Really. It's a good documentary. And then um, Cynthia Rothrock film that I always used to see on Channel 5 and be like, why is this always on Channel 5? Uh, Irresistible Force with her and Stacey Keach. Oh, <laughs> 
What a double bill. What a, what a partnership <laughs> that is. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that. Because it was supposed to be... Because she talked about it on a YouTube channel recently, and it reminded us, going, I've never seen that. So I watched it, I found it on YouTube, of course. It, it, was a, it was a pilot for what was supposed to be a TV series, and it never got picked oh, up. Really? <laughs> yeah. It was fucking... It was really enjoyable, though. Just as, as far as mm. mid-90s TV series action goes, I really enjoyed it. And it's just, you know, I love Stacey Keach. You can't beat a bit of Cynthia Rothrock. I don't care what anyone mm. said. No, it's just bloody hell of a kicker and stuff. It's so. awesome, man. And it's, it's just, really like, it's basically, the plot's Die Hard in a mall. It's like the Mall Rats pre- sequel yeah, yeah. they never did. It's just Die Hard, but someone takes over a mall. That's it. <laughs> and uh, Cynthia Rothrock's stuck inside. Stacey Keach is four days from retirement outside. It's just, you know, yeah, it's, it's, lethal, it's lethal weapon mixed with Die Hard and them all, basically. <clears throat> yeah. I enjoyed the shit out of it. And then, lastly, just that uh, story, the documentary about the unreleased uh, Fantastic Four movie that Roger Corman produced in the 90s. Oh, yeah. Called yeah, Doomed. The untold story of Roger Corman's Fantastic Four. <laughs> uh, enjoyable. I think it went on a bit too long. Like, you know, there was uh, the last 15 minutes, I was like, there's not more to say. You know, end it. Mm. You know? But I just felt bad for everyone because like, no one knew it was just made to be shit canned and you just feel bad for the actors thinking like this yeah. this might be big come on it's a comic book movie even though it was like mid 90s you still had Batman and shit to go off like oh it could be the next Batman but mm. it's, it's just that like you think that sort of stuff would be like done and gone now but you know it, it's kind of still happening with Sony hanging on to like the Spider-Man franchise mm-hmm. like to a certain degree like there's probably an argument that like they re- they did that second Spider-Man movie, no, Amazing Spider-Man, and like they probably did it just to hold on to the license. Probably because be I think it's fucking awful. <laughs> yeah, well, I think it's okay. I, just, I, do, I think I would I would, I would rewatch it someday, but I just fucking was watching it going end. I'm bored mm. and shit. Everything feels yeah. wrong. Yeah, well, thing um, the, the you know the villain in it, the shocker or whatever, or mm. whatever that character is. Yeah, it doesn't really do much. It was just weird. I'm pretty sure that's not the fucking comic origin story. Oh, he fouls the bunch of eels, <coughs> and then he wakes up and hits Spider Man. I'm like, what? Yeah, it's just really random. Isn't yeah. It, yeah. So that's it. That was the last thing I watched the other day. Yeah, very good. So very good. that was a show. Mm. Yeah, so just on an hour. It's a good thing we're fucking left it a bit. It gives us shit to talk about. Yeah, definitely. And we'll do we'll I'll do a, do a review at some point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we'll do a standard show at some point. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was just going to say, I'll, I'll probably like get off like recording and be like, oh, should I totally watch this? <laughs> I watched eight like, films. <laughs> <laughs> I always do. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it, folks. Uh, until next time, you keep it real. Uh, and I'll see you doing a bit. Yeah, see you in the heat. Bye. Hi, I'm Stacey with Aness, the Director of Operations over here at Wafu HQ. If you'd like to support the show, a review and rating on iTunes would be much appreciated. Just search for Wafu FM. Or, if you're not an iTunes user, a review over at Stitcher.com would also be flipping marvellous. Once again, just search for Wafu FM. If you'd like to get in contact with the show, the email address is wafupodcast at gmail.com. Or alternatively, if you'd prefer to leave a voicemail, head on over to www.speakpipe.com slash wafu.fm. Thanks for listening. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.